Hello, everybody, and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I am your humble host, Santino Teas, for this podcast. And uh, first of all, before I go any further, um, as usual, I want to thank everybody for uh, sticking around and coming back and uh, continuing to listen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And continuing to listen to what it is I have to say, you know, and then hopefully evoke a uh, uh, some emotion or piss somebody off and get a discussion going because remember you know i, I want to get you the audience involved and you're more than welcome to message me back here on anchor through a voice message um and to announce within about two days i will be launching all things medical com. it will be my website for this podcast and we'll have the podcasts embedded in there and there will be a comment box where you can reply as well so if if you're not one to you know, reply while you're listening, or if you're drive, if you if you're if you listen while you're working and you can't do it and forget later on, and you know don't want to listen to the whole thing again, you can get online. You know, look for these podcasts. They'll be uploaded um, in chronological order as they're produced. So again, hopefully this will you know create some um, uh, some dialogue with with people out there. Um, you know, this has been. A great, great, great journey. You know, when I first uh, thought about uh, starting a podcast, you know, I was a little hesitant because, you know, I, I was, I'm a guy that uh, doesn't like rejection. So I was worried about presentation and, you know, do I have what it takes? Do I understand the technology of it all enough? Do I, you know, all the doubtful thoughts that one goes, you know, goes through when starting a, a new, new venture. But it's been great, you know, and, over these past seven episodes now to the eighth um you know i've seen the audience grow incrementally over a couple of months and it's it's just been it's been phenomenal so you know that gives me you know confidence that um that i'm you know doing the right thing or that at least i'm making sense i i think i'm making sense because um you know i have about 194 uh hits right now as far as uh, 94 listens the majority in the u.s i think um two percent uh of my uh, audience is in ireland that's that's interesting so that that's really cool that somebody international has has found me so um you know so i just hope to you know to continue to uh to to keep that attention and to bring everybody back and to talk about things uh, well, what i was going to say yeah was is you know no one's uh voice messaged me or or um replied to anything uh, maybe i've either upset somebody so much that they don't want to talk to me or maybe i make sense so um well either way you know uh if i strike uh, an interest uh, upset you you anything you want to add please you know voice message me and then in a couple of days look for that all things medical and and send me a message through there and i will reply to you and i will address it at the next uh at the next episode so you know, please, if you want to hear your comment and my reaction, and hopefully we can get a bunch of people talking, that, that'd that be great. So, uh, so okay, so it's Friday, May 15th. It's about 1027 uh, this morning. And I, um, in the comfort of my own home, where I usually produce these podcasts, I'm at the dining room table with my setup and my cup of coffee. So every once in a while, you'll hear me take a swig. So please, um, please, please. Um, Excuse me and disregard uh, my um, my my rudeness, but uh, normally I record these podcasts at night, 
and uh, you know, the morning is my, especially on my day off. Today's my day off. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything this morning. So, um, also my little girls in the in in, her, in the room still asleep, so I'm trying to get this done before she gets up. Because uh, when 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 my baby's up, it's baby and daddy, and and nothing can can interrupt that. So, um, I will stop everything for her. All right. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Take a suey here. That's hot. It's good stuff. Okay, so, um, oh, half and half makes the difference. Okay, so uh, today uh, I don't have <clears throat> an outline, and I haven't ta- I haven't thought about what it I'm, I'm going to speak about. So I'm just going to kind of go circle back around to what I've done once before, and just talk about how everything's been going for me, and see if I can relate to you, audience. I don't know how many of you are medical assistants or not, but um, you know. In quarantine, lockdown, however you want to call it, it's been an interesting phenomenon. You know, this whole COVID nineteen thing has been has been um, just insane. In the urgent care that I work in, um, you know, we were—I'd uh, have to say—the first clinic to uh, come in contact with a secondary individual, possible exposure, and. Life changed, you know, life changed. It wasn't like when the flu season comes around, because we expect it. We know that there's vaccines coming in. We know however many high dose, you know, quad, trivalents are coming in. We know our stock, what, you know, dispersed, whatever. You know, but this whole thing coming in just really just mind-fucked everybody, you know. And if I would have known then in the beginning what I know now, you know, I think I would have, you know, or at least I would have pushed a lot harder to um, to react to, you know, what's going on. Because hopefully maybe it would have at least, you know, made a difference on on some small level. And what I'm talking about is, you know, mitigation of disaster. You know, we know mitigation as to how to lessen impact of, essentially how to make things better, how to take your present situation and, and, and make it, you know, make it durable or, or adaptable, you know, and to recover uh, during the whole process. And, you know, as I was saying, you know, nobody knew that it was going mean, to, I'm just so surprised that it spread so quick, you know. I mean, all these shows and 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 reports on previous pandemics you know the spanish influence all that stuff sars i don't think anything's ever spread as fast as this has you know i mean it's almost like there were sleeper cells all around the country and then you know and then and then the world and you know they sneezed and oh man shit everything went just just shot to shit so anyways you know this is not the time for conspiracy or whatever, you know, ultimately I could think of one person to blame in this whole thing, but this is not what this podcast is about, or maybe it is. Yeah, it is. It's, 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 it's to, it's to invoke some, uh, some, some, from some feeling and, and conversation. So, yeah. So if everybody understands what I'm talking about, you know, send me a message and I'll be happy to address it the next, the next podcast. But like I said, you know, one person just, just screw this whole thing up. But anyways, so 
being able, you know, being prepared for disaster is an insurmountable amount of energy and resource and thought process, you know, because it's a daily thing. You know, you don't just prepare for disaster and then you, okay, well, you know, uh, we'll come back in about three months. No, it's something that you have to keep up on, you know. Um, it's it's something that you have to, you know, you know, take very serious. It's something that you have to use precedented information for the unprecedented situations you know you've got to take and piecemeal a little bit here and there from everything else and put it together and you know acclimate it to what is that's going on at this moment you know and that's what i think was the biggest failure through this whole thing was you know governmental uh reaction and interaction with this whole thing uh, my opinion is government just sat on its ass way too long, you know, and now everybody's in a scramble to, to save their ass, you know. But, you know, when when this whole thing started, in my urgent care, we were all very confused, obviously, as about to, okay, you know, what's going to happen now, and what's going to protocol be, because there was obviously no protocol. But the team that I work with, awesome team, we pulled together, you know, we, we created our own uh, not protocol, so to say, but our own, you know, our own form of, of, uh, of uh, you know, we, we guided each other and helped each other out. So we, we just pretty much figured it out along the way. And we've kept each other safe, you know, and since this whole thing's been happening and, and we've been testing people, we've all been able to stay safe, you know, and, you know, testing began and everything's become as they, as, as they have. And, the thing that I'm still amazed at, you know, through this whole thing is the ignorance of, of, of the situation. And I think that's what's affected me the most, you know, is the ignorance of the population. You know, the ignorance of the population. I mean, yeah, of course, the, the effect factor of this pandemic is, you know, obviously the worst thing, but the ignorance of the people of society, you know, the social distancing, the, you know, closure of businesses and beaches and parks, you know, and the closure of schools. And, and rightfully so, people are upset, you know, they're not able to make money, they can't feed their families, you know, people are going into default on home, car, um, you know, kids can't go to school to learn. Yeah, it's all, it's all horrible, you know. But being in the field that I am, emergency medicine, and being that I've been in it for about 28 years, and being that I responded to disasters, you know, time again, unfortunately, it, what it's taught me is, is that, you know, like I said, mitigation is a big part, but it's also um, responsibility. You know, we as citizens and individuals um, are charged with, you know, being responsible for our actions before, during, and after. So right now, we're the... We're, we're, we're in the interim, you know, the within process, you know, and, you know, there's groups rallying about, you know, you know, don't take my freedom and, you know, against quarantine and, you know, against keeping kids out of school and suing the federal, yeah, suing the federal government. Good luck. Get in line, buddy. You know, like that's going to work. Anyways, don't you understand the government does what they want, but. You know, you, you, you've got to stop and think. You've got to stop and, and, and pull that emotion back and think about what it is that's going on and what it is that you're doing. How are you a part of the solution? How are you a part of the demise? You know, 
Are you a proponent? Are you a component? Are you just, you know, a piece of shit? You know? Are you a proponent where you're for making things better and you're for logical solutions? Are you that component, that actual citizen that follows those rules and guidelines, you know, and takes it upon themselves to make sure that other people follow it? Or are you simply that piece of shit that just doesn't care and goes around acting like they care because you're so upset that you're going to go out and express your hate and frustration and and inconsideration uh, on everybody else and you think it's some form of, you know, I don't know, uh, some form of identity through this whole thing. I don't know. You must be confused if that's your position. You know, ultimately here, whether you believe what's going on or not, whether you're a conspiracy theorist or whatever, you know, people are dying. You know, let's let's break it down. You know, and I'm asking those of you out there that don't have any medical knowledge or background or anything in microbiome or biology or genetics or whatever, you know, please, you know, sit down and listen. And let's not pretend to understand just because we read what it says online or because we spent 15 minutes reading an article or because, you know, some dumb shit up in government says that, you know, they should have been a micro, um, maybe a, a microbiologist than, you know, running the country. No, unless you have an actual education, a degree behind your name, some sort of designation, which indicates that you understand a medical process, a medical procedure, then you need to sit and listen. Now, you know, that's been the frustrating part is dealing with everybody's emotions and everyone's got the right to their emotion and everybody has the right to the way they think and the way they feel. But come on guys, you know, we're in a time where, you know, this is history being made right now. You know, I mean, when we, when we read about the Spanish flu, SARS, COVID, you know, the previous designations, you know, those are things that we see on the history channel that we read about that, that, that our kids learn about in history. Now, this is another in, in essence, another book in itself with, with, with many levels and chapters in it, you know. This is something that, you know, my, you know, my, my four kids are going to talk about, you know. Um, you know, that my little girl, Lily Olive here, is going to, you know, talk about and say, hey, you know, my family was part of this crazy thing that happened, you know. And hopefully at that time, if things even remotely go back to normal, she's smart enough to understand, oh, my God. As humans, we made such mistakes, you know, but you know, that that's, that's for then. But no matter, no matter what your stand is, no matter what side you're on, you know, red or blue, you know, donkey elephant, you know, black, white, brown, whatever, you know, it, you have to sit and think. I mean, if you have the balls, if you have the audacity and the grandeurity to sit there and pretend to understand what's going on when you have no medical or clinical inclination or, 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 or training, then you must have the brain to be able to sit down and think about things objectively. Because when it comes to medicine, medicine is science, a scientific method, you know, test, you know, question everything, test it over and over and over and over again until you understand its viability and, and, and what it is. You know, you don't just test it once and say, oh, well, these are my findings. No, you know, that, that's how cults are made. That's how cults become. That's how 
ignorance is and that's how you know people sell you know you know snake oil and, and medicine i'm the traveling medicine man here buy my bottle for 50 bucks you know it cures your impotence yeah whatever no mm -mm. no if you do not have any kind of clinical understanding do not pretend to know it you know and if you really want to understand what's going on or even try and remotely understand pick up a book take a class study i mean if you're so big about you know believing what google and the internet has to say shit put it to use there's a hell of a lot of you know free information out there cdc nih everywhere you know and, and i'm sure anybody that you might know that's medically inclined you know that 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 knows as much i'm sure they're happy to share the information with you but you know you have to sit down and understand this you know this is not a time to have um you know, different you know, different emotions about things because it's it all it's all centered around one thing. It's all centered around the 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 um, intervention. You know, the vaccination and and the control of the asymptomatics out there. Because if you can if you can so if if <clears throat> if we test everybody, you know, which I think is a great idea, because it is known that there's a population of asymptomatic people walking around. We're probably infecting everybody else. And those asymptomatics are carriers, essentially. And they're going to be carrying this damn thing for years to come. So let's go ahead and figure those guys out. Isolate them as needed. Vaccinate them, you know. And, 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 and then the other half who are already ill, vaccinate them. And those that have passed away, God be with you and the families. I mean, how many of you out there were against this, against the treatment, against the whole thing and have had somebody die or have had somebody affected by it or have had somebody get sick or has it impacted you in the sense to where you've lost your home, close to losing your home, eviction, losing your car, not able to buy food. And before you thought, well, this is a hoax of the Democrats and now whatever. And just because it's affecting you negatively, you continue to think it's the hoax of the Democrats. No, that's ignorance and that's selfishness and that's irresponsibility. Because nobody has any responsibility over this, but the origin of where it comes from. Now, whether this comes from, you know, uh, you know, somebody touched a fish and then their eyeball, or whether it comes from, you know, a lab, it's man-made. Whether it was used as a biological weapon, who knows? That's still yet to be to be deemed. But the point is, right now, it's a matter of looking at this objectively and impartially unbiasedly and saying okay this is a virus it's killing let's learn about it and let's figure it out you know all of you guys out there you know making it sound like you know et made a special delivery which is what it sounds like guys all of you out there who have these crazy fucking ideas you know you might as well just say you know fucking you know elliot knocked on the door and says hey you know et's come back and he's got a package can you hold it for me all right cool thank you we'll be back for it you know and they take off on their fucking, you know, BMX. You know, what's wrong with you? Again, if you have the, you know, the kahunas to think that you know everything, when you've never, going to the doctor grosses you out. But you have an opinion, think you know everything. Hey, I know somebody who's been to nursing school for maybe a month, and now she knows it all. Oh, shit, I got to deal with that. You know, through my years, through the care I've given, you know, 
there's there's many a time where I've thought, man, I don't know, this guy's done heroin three times today. Should I really bring him back? Well, I have to, because ethically, morally, that's the right thing to do. What my thought is has nothing to do with it. What my emotion is has nothing to do with it. It is my job to provide non-negligent uh, best care possible for the best outcome. And that's the same thing here. We all have to sit down, stop, and think about what's going on, you know, objectively and be proactive about it. And that's our biggest problem. You know, this virus is not so much the biggest, it's not the biggest enemy. It is us as a people. We're the biggest enemy to ourselves, you know, because, you know, people can't put down their, their, you know, their biases and, and assumptions and all to say, okay, you know what, let's argue about it afterwards, but let's, let's go ahead and save everybody. You know, all those that are out there saying that this is a hoax, it's not real, and then government this and government that. Okay, so we're out there killing people purposely. Well, maybe that's what Trump does. So then talk to him, okay? But as far as I know, you know, that's, you know, genocide has, has, has not been a thing for a long time. It's illegal. And all you conspiracy theorists who, who think that this is what it's about, I don't know, man. Sit the fuck, sit down and shut the fuck up. Because that's where you belong. Sat and shutting the fuck up. Okay, so we need to become stewards of of comprehension, stewards of sanity, stewards of, you know, education, stewards of betterment and improvement. Because that's been the most tiring thing, you know, through this whole thing with people being concerned and scared, which is rightfully so. That's the human nature. That's a human thing to do. It's very tiring for healthcare workers. It's not that we get tired of and we don't want to kick. No, we're out there. We do. We ask for it. We, we sign up for it. That's why we go to school. But that doesn't mean that it's not going to affect us and make us, you know, and, and, and drive us crazy or make us tired or further our depression. And if we're not depressed, well, shit, I'm sure everybody's got some, some form of depression now. Some have a, P, a form of PTSD. You know? It takes a toll on somebody to go out there, take care of everybody else, and then come home and take care of their family. You know, take care of people, you know, you know, in, in my example, in an emergency medicine setting, taking care of people with, you know, that, that are coming in during heart attacks or that have, um, you know, possibly, you know, uh, have some kind of a, uh, some kind of condition where, I don't know, you, you get what I'm saying. You know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm confronted with, with, with people that I have to be a part of a team to make decisions that are either split moment that can save their life. Or I'm dealing with a person coming in with a repeated infection every two weeks to get the same antibiotic, you know? I mean, yeah, it, it's very wearing. And all of you out there who think that, oh, my God, the kids outside are yelling again, and oh, my God, uh, excuse me, please be quiet, oh, my God, I can't watch my soap opera, oh, my God. No, you know, sit down shut the fuck up. So, yeah, so it's very tiring, you know. And those are the things that, you know, we need to understand as well. You know, hey, and, and I understand, I mean, there's a lot of great things going on. You know, people are appreciating healthcare workers, giving out free meals and all that. And that's wonderful. Thank you so much for that. You know, we appreciate it. I mean, I received quite a bit of stuff, and, and I really do appreciate it, you know, and that's, and that's a wonderful thing. You see, and, 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 those are the, and those are the components, you know. As a proponent, they said we should do something for them. And as a component, 
they did it. So we should follow them on that scale. Everybody should come together as one objectively and be proponents and say, hey, you know what? Let's all, you know, quash this bullshit until afterwards. Let's think about what we need to do to make it better and then become that component, that hardware in the system that makes things better. You know, let's go out there. Let's identify these asymptomatic carriers. Let's go ahead and, and, and work towards that vaccine and vaccinate everybody. Because if we can, if, if we can get everybody that's sick vaccinated and vaccinate the asymptomatics, essentially you've, you know, you, you've intervened on, on this spread. You know, and in my opinion, you'll see a decline in infections and deaths, you know. So we can intervene again on that asymptomatic uh, level and, and, and intervene on, on this infection rate. We'll be golden. We'll be good. We'll be good. But it's going to require everybody to come together. Now, I hope with all of you that are listening, it's making sense and you agree. And I hope that. With some of you that listen, and I hope you disagree because I want to know what you disagree. I want to know what it is you feel you think or what facts you're working off of. Now, you know, if you're going to go up against a system, be factual, you know, at least be a doctor and know what you're talking about. Even doctors be crazy, but, you know, you know, don't, don't go debunking methods just because you think you know better than everybody, you know. You know, at least have some kind of an education behind you, even if it's in basket making. At least you can say, well, they have a degree. They went to school for something, you know, at least that. But if not, shit, sit down and shut the fuck up. So that's what we need to do is we need to be that that, that, that proponent, you know. And I know, you know, th th this is me venting. This is my frustration. This is me talking about what I think many of us healthcare workers are going through. I mean, that one doctor in New York who committed suicide. You know, the nurses and doctors that are self-isolating, not because that they're positive, because they don't want to transmit it to their families. You know, everybody's been affected in one way. Everybody, everybody in the United States, everybody in the world's been affected in one way. This is not a hoax. This is not a scam. This is not a joke. This is real. And all of you who do not sit down and think about this objectively, are the ignorant ones. All, all of you that sit down and pretend to know what's going on and get on Facebook and, and, and type out all these fucking crazy theories and explanations, this is why we are the way we are today, because of your ignorance. Now, freedom of speech, that's fine. But damn, don't be yelling fire in the theater. You know? If anything to be conspiracy about, not this. Not this. Please, don't be conspiracy about this. Because it's not. Usually, you know, all these conspiracy theories that, that come out are things that we can't see. You know, people are still trying to, you know, prove UFOs and still looking for Bigfoot, who I think I've already met personally. But, you know, that, that, that's, that's, that's where the theories are good. You know, things that are, that are not seen, things that people have faith in. No, this is not the time for conspiracy. This is the time to listen and to think. And I think that's the biggest frustration with some of these healthcare workers is, you know, aside from the caring for people and the wear and tear that it takes and seeing these deaths and watching the numbers go up, you know, and, you know, all the people that are being furloughed, you know, from, from their jobs as medical providers, 
that's that's very stressful. Very stressful to be someone that's spent their life taking care of people, and then all of a sudden they'd have to think that I might be furloughed or lose my job. But shit, I've been taking care of people for years, and now you want to tell me that I'm going to lose my job? Well, I guess that's just another part of of healthcare. You know, you're out there to do it. You're out there to do for the job, and you go along with what the job presents, right? That is the love for the that that's the love for the profession there, and you're okay with it. And all of you ignorant fucks out there who think it's a joke, well, you know what? Why don't you all get on a Greyhound? Let me know. I'll pay for the tickets, and you all can go. I don't know. You know, some form of little Italy, little Italy COVID or whatever, and y'all can live together. And when you all get it, and something happens, well, don't say I told you know. Don't say I didn't tell you so. But anyways, um, that's that's my gripe for for this episode. You know, it's 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 you know my <clears throat> my sense is you know we the people are the bigger threat than than this virus itself. You know, we all really need to come together. You know, and that's what my days have been is just taking care of people. You know, answering questions, and that's and that's the beautiful part. You know. But then you got people coming in being deceptive and, and, you know, cause obviously, you know, cause it's, it's, you know, you, you know, to, to, to test for this COVID thing, you have to meet a criteria. You have to have shortness of breath, uh, you know, fever, um, you know, uh, cough. There's, there's criteria and there are people that come in and they fake it just so they can get the testing because they want to know. Well, you know, if, if, if deception and lies are what you need to feel better about yourself, well then, Okay, whatever. But yeah, so, you know, that's how my days have been, you know, and I work four days a week, you know, 10 to 10 and a half hours, you know, I get, you know, my Friday off and it's my Friday to recharge, you know, I have my family here at home and, you know, to keep it together for them to try and not let their, let my, 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 um, my, my my biased perceptions of the of the the incredible and literally out there you know it, it's tearing you know i myself i'll break my own hip i myself suffer from depression i take medication you know and now i've got to deal with this to make sure that i don't react on on it against my family with my kids with my five-year-old little girl she doesn't deserve it all she knows is you know daddy helps people all she knows is daddy's a doctor and oh man you know i have to love her for saying that you know daddy's a doctor you know and and you know and she she dresses up and you know she's got so many stethoscopes here you know at the age of two she knew where to you know where to put a stethoscope just amazing but this little kid five years of age at the age of two understood you know what it is to help people that's what we need to do we need to go back to a pure and and more um, and more innocent kind of a stage where we need to, you know, just put all these biases next, you know, beside us, you know, and 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 have that pure vision, that pure view of everything out there and how we need to help each other, you know, and everybody out there that's looting, thieving. Um, you know, home invading and all that, you'll get what's yours. You'll get what's yours. You might not get caught now, but you're going to get caught later. And it's going to be, an, and you're going to deal with an accumulation of 
all the stuff that you that you did. So uh, that's that's been my that's been my experience and my thought process and my emotion for this past couple of months. And uh, so if anybody else, um, you know, can relate or if anybody else has any opinions or whatever, you know, please voice message me and let me know. And again, uh, look out for All Things Medical Assistant in two days. Um, I'm just making my final touch-ups and I've got to upload this 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 episode here. Um, and you'll there'll be a better way to, uh, to send me a message to there, you know. So again, you know, I want to thank everybody out there who's who's facing this thing head on nurses, you know, medical assistants, nurse practitioners, physician assistants, the doctors. And let's not forget, let's thank our front, you know, our front end staff, you know, the receptionists, PARs. Let's thank our social workers. Let's thank our cleaning staff, you know. Even the cleaning staff is 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 is, is affected by this. You know, they might not see the 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 personal um they might not be affected by the personal interaction, but you know, these guys go around cleaning, you know, what we leave behind. All that dirty shit, you know. Sometimes I don't even pick up the simple shit here at home, you know. But you know, I go to work and I pick up blood and diary and throw up, you know. I don't know. I'm, you know, we're backwards people. So let's keep everybody in mind, you know. But again, please let's keep ourselves in mind and let's be proponents. Let's be components of of uh, of for the answer. Okay. All right, guys. Well. Again, my name is Santino Teas. I'm your host for All Things Medical Assistant. Thanks again for listening, and um, we'll talk again soon.